Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number three of 365 Days of Happiness. Okay, so I want to start off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number three. I really do appreciate everyone that listens over here, and I'm so thankful for you tuning in, and let's get right into it. So last episode, we discussed all about social norms and social standards and what it means to be happy in the 21st century. And I think that was a really valuable idea. But now I want to go in the nitty gritty of life, go into details, go into aspects of life that are not making us happy, the specifics. Yeah. So today I would like to talk about our devices and our constant bombardment of stimulation by our laptops, smartphones, tablets. Every device, you name it. I want to talk about how that's affecting us as a society and how that's affecting us in the personal, in the intrapersonal, and the community levels. Those three levels. The first thing I want to start off this episode by doing is, it's a little mini challenge. (laughs) So, I want you to go in your phone, and if you have an iPhone or Android, I'm sure there's a way for Android to do it as well, but go check your screen time. See how much time you spend on your phone slash computer a day and and just really look at the number and identify what percentage of that, of those hours are, like what percentage is that of your day? Let's say if you spend 12 hours on your phone, that's a 50% of your day gone on your phone. Right, so I want you to identify what percentage of your day you're spending on on your phone or on your laptop, on your tablet. So that's the first thing I want to do. Now, do you see how big of a percentage that is? Of course, not every not every single thing is is a bad thing. Like for example, I have 12 hours of screen time, but Eight of those hours are actually like doing homework, watching lectures, which is part of my responsibility. So I don't really take that into account. But if you look at the other four hours, that is still a significant amount of time I spend on my phone or computer or just entertainment in general. And that this is on a good time. Like this is a good time for my phone usage. There's been times that my average for the week is like eight or nine hours a day, just a day on my phone which is crazy. We are constantly being bombarded by different stimulus, it's different notifications, different videos, different TikToks, different messages. And we have to stop this mentality of constant stimulation. It is so harmful to us as people. And it is harming not only us, our own mental health, but it's also harming our intrapersonal relationships. It's harming also our sense of community. And that's just, that's just the tip of it. We are on the the age of the information where everything comes instant instantaneously, which yes is an amazing thing, but it is destroying our sense of humanity and our sense of happiness. That's just it. It is destroying our happiness. We are constantly being again bombarded by social media, by ads, by entertainment. We just want more, 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 more. And that's not okay. We can't just be constantly wanting more and more and more stimulation. I actually came across this um this study by uh by sociologists, no sorry, psychologists, who are studying the correlation between uh phone usage throughout the years and our mental well being and uh our mental health problems. And it is 
kind of crazy. They It was like a 40, 30 year study, I want to say. And it was studying a 30 year period of which the technology we, we live with in every single day uh, has been incrementing at such a fast, alarming pace. And, and they were correlating. So they were basically trying to find a relationship between how technology has increased and our daily usage has increased over time. And then mapping out to see if there's a relationship between our mental health as a society and our mental health as as people and seeing where that relationship lay. And it was super interesting to notice that actually the more social media, the more uh, screen time that has been added to our lives, the more social, uh, the, the more mental health problems we have had and the least mentally strong and resilient we have become. And I think this study was, I think it examined the relationship in the, in the United States. So I think this mostly applies to Western countries and highly industrialized countries. But this should be a testament to how harmful our devices are being to us. Uh, it's just crazy that our devices have so much control over us and have so much power and dominion over society today to the extent deteriorating our mental health to such a great degree. And and I don't know if you ever looked at a psychology paper, but for a relationship to be significant, it has to be a very strong relationship. And to be able to post it and be able to publish it, it has to be a big finding and this this paper was nothing but that it was it was a huge decrease in mental health and and what's it called mental rigidity i think they called it so how strong are you mentally as a person and it makes so much sense that this is happening because our brains like i mentioned before they're constantly being bombarded by stimulus this is most literally a drug this is how drugs work the same pattern of addiction that has been seen on drugs like cocaine or nicotine can be also observed in the patterns of social media and the patterns of screen time the patterns of how much we're using our devices which is crazy to me we are constant this is this is an electronic drug this is a drug that we don't consume like through your body but you can you consume through consciousness which is how powerful this is it literally activates the same pathways the same connections in your brain that are activated when doing cocaine that is how strong it is how strong it is it is the same as a slot machine it is as bad as gambling almost which is why it's making us so mentally ill to put it the best way possible it is damaging our mental health and you may be asking why how does this work I'll, I'll put it in a in a kind of a simple simple explanation here so whenever you consume a drug there is little chemicals in your brain that get sent into neurons right and those neurons uh, absorb those chemicals and they produce emotions right so I'll, I'll use the example of cocaine. So when you consume cocaine, dopamine is released in your brain, which is the feel good. It is the excitement drug. It, it is it is the it is a really powerful drug. It is a drug that is that is responsible for addiction patterns, right? 
So this drug is what makes you feel empowered, makes you feel happy, makes you feel bliss. It makes you feel every kind of happiness. And that is the same pathway that is being activated by our phones, right? So instead of cocaine, you let's use the example of TikTok, right? You watch a TikTok and you're like, holy shit, this is great. But what's happening in your brain is you are getting little packets of dopamine sent into your brain that you are consu- like your brain is consuming and it's making you feel happy. It's making you feel excited, making you feel a sense of happiness, right? And we are constantly, constantly, constantly bombarding our brains with these stimulus, right? We are giving our brains dopamine every single day, almost every single hour for every single day of the year. And I don't know if you already made the connection or not, but what do you think happens when we don't have this stimulus? What do you think happens when we're not on TikTok, when we're not on YouTube, when we're not on Snapchat, we're just doing our homework or, or something that's not as exciting as your phone, right? you're lacking that dopamine and you're going to start having withdrawal symptoms just like a drug addict so you're going to be wanting to check your phone all the time you're going to want to snap your friends want to message your friends to have that constant simulation which if you think that a drug addiction is bad this is equally as bad just not any physical effects on it but there's still mental effects on like you know this is just like an addiction it is what it is it is an addiction and we have to shift our perspective of how we use our phone right we cannot live we cannot live our life away using a little slot machine or a little cocaine giver i guess every single day we have to change that little we have to rewire our brains to think in a different way. We can't just keep on living this way. Which is where I come in. <laughs> this is where I come in. So for the past, I want to say almost month now, I have uh, had my notifications on my phone off, actually. All of my notifications have been off, have been off except my text messaging. That's the only part I keep on in case people want to reach out and want to talk to me. But, uh, for example, my emails are off, Snapchat is off, Instagram is off, all of my social media is off. All of, a lot of um, stupid, like, little apps I have, like, for example, Uber, I turned off because I don't need to get an Uber. So, I completely cleansed my notification center and just left the essential ones. Again, let me tell you, it has been, it has been a process, sure. <laughs> but I can for sure say I have genuinely been a happier person. I have my mental, actually my concentration and focus have greatly improved in class. Uh, before last winter semester, I would be going on my um, phone every single like lecture. I would barely pay attention and just go on my phone. But now I don't even use my phone on lecture. Like, of course, sometimes I'll use like once or twice throughout the lecture to like check something. But I, it's been a drastic improvement, which is something super awesome for me because I need to pay attention in class, right? Like I need to be on top of my stuff. Uh, second of all, my face-to-face interactions with people, for example, my family interactions, wow, they have been absolutely amazing. Like before, I would be very much half-assed. I would be like, oh, like I'll be on my phone, like spending time, quote-unquote. But like now I'm really truly on the moment and I can see my relationships with the people around me in my house right now have greatly greatly improved to such an amazing extent and lastly i have been able to spend so much more time on things i value a lot more than being on my phone like uh a lot of a lot of the time i used on my phone 
I have been replacing with reading and exercising, which again, two awesome things for becoming happy, right? <laughs> but those two, so the, not only has my phone taken away time for me, now that I have control over my phone, I have been able to reclaim that time. I've been able to improve my relationships with people and I have been able to improve my focus and my drive, I would say, to doing things that are not being on my phone, right? So that's just, that should be a testament again to how much power our phone has. But if you're able to change those habits, you can be, you can become not only happier, you can also become more productive and you can become a lot more, um, what's that called? A lot more into your relationship. You can become a lot more engage in your relationships that's what it is you can become a lot more present in the in the moment and being present being in the moment it is absolutely one of the main contributors to your happiness we are current we are always stressing about the future or we're always thinking about the past and those are those are things that are good to do right those it's good to think about the past and it's good to think about the stress about the future but to an extent and being in the present being in the moment really does help you become a happier being so for this week i would like i would like to challenge oh again it's going to be a two-part challenge <laughs> but the first challenge is going to be to clear out your notification center Okay, now it doesn't have to be a complete clear like I did. Start off slowly. Start off, you know, bits by bits. For example, if you know you have a problem with Instagram, turn off Instagram notifications. You don't have to do all your social media. Just do one by one, and see how you're improving. See how you're becoming a better person. So I want you to turn off notifications, unless you, of course, want to go full ham like I did and just completely turn everything off. Go right ahead. I really encourage it. But if you want to start off by one thing, just start with one thing. Just start there and turn off one notification from an app that you think it's would be beneficial to you. And the second challenge for this week is going to be... So do you remember last episode we did the challenge where you have to identify one thing that's wrong, that you want to change about your life? Okay, so this is what we're going to do this week. So this week, I want you to do one thing that will make you, that will make you step into... Mm, that will make you achieve your goal. So for example, let's say you hate, you have too much fast food. So this week I want you to, when you're craving fast food, tell yourself, I'm gonna do one thing for this habit and I'm trying to destroy this habit. So don't have fast food once this week. Or let's say you smoke. This week, try to have one less cigarette. Or if you have a bad habit of being on your phone, Let's turn off one application. No, turn off the app notifications for an application. Just one. You see, so that's just that's quite simple. If you want to improve something about your life, just do one thing that will guide you and help you get to that improvement. You know, that's just that's those are the two challenges for this week. All right, but that has been it. Thank you so much for listening again, and I hope you really did enjoy this episode. And remember to stay awesome.